Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and this is the last podcast of 2016. I can't believe the year is over already. It's just amazing to me. Um, and so in this episode, I am joined by my intern, Julie Sias. So Julie has been working with me for I don't know, almost a year. You can kind of look back through the episodes this year. And when you find the episodes where the show notes are really, really good, that's when Julie started working with me. Because what Julie does is she helps behind the scenes by doing all the show notes and gathering all of the information that all of the guests talk about and putting them into one place. And she does a fantastic job. And so what we talk about this week was our favorite episodes. What did we like? Why did we like them? So that's what we kind of start out with. Then we go into the behind the scenes workings of the podcast. From a technical point of view, what do we use? What do we use to record? How do we put them all together? Uh, We talk about the amazing Courtney Parkman, who is my virtual assistant and does all the beautiful, um, all the beautiful graphics for the podcast each week. So again, you can look back and you can definitely see when Courtney started working for uh, the podcast as well, because it's just, everything just elevated, you know, and it was really great. Um, And we talk about how to find people to work for you virtually and the big, big plans we have in store for 2017. And there's so much good stuff. I can't, I can't even, so much good stuff. So I just want to thank Courtney, I want to thank Julie for being part of the team, and I look forward to working with both of you next year. And of course, I want to thank all of you, the listeners, whether you've been longtime listeners or you just joined. Thank you so much. It's meant so much to me that people respond to the podcast, that people like it, and and that they feel like they're getting true value from it. And I could not ask for anything more than that. So thank you so much. And I'm wishing you all a healthy, happy new year, and we will catch you in 2017. And in this episode, we tell you who our first guest is, and it's a good one. So thanks so much, and uh, have a happy, healthy new year, and we'll see you in January. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart end of the year wrap-up. And to help me with this, I thought, who better to have then the healthy, wealthy, and smart intern, physical therapy student, Julie Sias. She is from Chapman University in Orange County, California. And Julie, welcome to the po- to being on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Karen, for having me on the show. It's very exciting being on the other end of things. Exactly. So just <laughs> so everyone knows, if you've heard other shows, you know that I needed help earlier this year, earlier this year. Yes. yes. I needed help. And so I asked for it in the physical therapy, the DPT student group on Facebook and a couple of people replied and, and I felt like Julie, uh, and I had a great connection and would work, would work well together. And I have to I, I think it has, I don't know, Julie, what do you think? I think so, too. It's been a real pleasure working with you on the show, Karen. Yeah, thank you. And so today I thought, who better to have on the show than people who work on the show, which are myself, Julie, and I also have a virtual assistant, Courtney Parkman. 
and she does all the graphics. So whenever people say, oh, who does those, how do you do those beautiful graphics? They're so great. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Courtney does that. And Courtney also does a ton of behind-the-scenes work. She helps with the website. She helps with opt-ins. She does the graphics. She helps me with wording of things. I mean, she's just very good. And I should also add that Courtney was a huge, huge part of the Women in PT Summit this year. Mm -hmm. And like I said, at the summit, without her... We would it would not have happened because we wouldn't have had an online presence because she did our website, she did the word, I mean she did everything. And and so I'm super thankful for her and for Julie. Um, because this year the podcast just did really well, you know, and and it's now been downloaded in hundred and thirty nine countries, which is really exciting. And so today what I thought we would do is Julie and I are just gonna talk about the episodes that we really liked this year. You know, we'll pick a couple and chat about them as to why we thought they were so great. And then after that, we're just going to give a little behind-the-scenes look as as to what goes into every episode, how we do it, what we use, and and then we'll send off uh, for next year. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the people we have coming up next year as well because it's good. So mm, Yes. It is. So, Julie, now, like I said, you're a physical therapy student, and I love getting the student perspective. So what do you feel, what do you think were the, your four or five favorite episodes? Which ones did you really like? Well, it was really hard for me to narrow it down, but my favorite episode, and this might be cheating because technically it was two episodes, but when you interviewed at the San Diego Pain Summit, the panel that you had, that was by far excellent stuff for a student like me. And it was really nice getting the perspective of all those different clinicians from different backgrounds on how they treat patients with chronic pain. And as a student, you know, we learn so much hands-on in physical therapy school. We don't really get that interpersonal communication skill aspect for patient education that is really important for treating this patient population. So I felt like the show was a great supplement and helped me kind of bridge that gap from school to the clinic. Oh, that's that's awesome. And and I agree with you. That was also one of my favorite episodes. And I think it was because there were so many different types of clinicians, right? We mm -hmm. had a massage therapist in Raven Sara Trevilian. We had an occupational therapist with Bronnie Thompson. We had physical therapists, uh, a couple of physical therapists. We had Sandy Hilton and Michael Shacklock. Michael Shacklock's interesting because yes, he's a physio, but he's also a, a wonderful educator and author. Mm -hmm. And Greg Lehman, who was, who is also actually a chiropractor and a physio. And it was great to get these perspectives from people because from different professions because sometimes as PTs we can get a little siloed right mm-hmm for sure and and it was also interesting to get the an international perspective and along with my co-host Paul Lagerman aka the naked physio <laughs> um, I really enjoyed co-hosting and I'm dying to co-host again I just can't find anyone to co-host with me but I'm dying to do it um, I know you're rocking those live episodes Karen I know it was so much fun and and the San Diego Pain Summit is a great spot to to get that perspective, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's been successful. You know, mm -hmm. it's been successful because it's interdisciplinary, because you have, because it's all about taking the pain science, if you will, 
and translating that into into the clinic. That's the whole point yeah. of the San Diego Pain Summit. And I'm really happy that that came across in that podcast. So I'm sure yeah, it's very patient centered. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I felt the same way. And I just, I, I also thought everyone on the panel played off one another very well. Mm-hmm. It was actually very playful, so it was enjoyable to listen to. Too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, you know, a lot of Greg Layman's, he's funny. <laughs> he's a funny guy. He is a funny guy. And, and I think that that made it, like you said, a little more enjoyable. And we did split it into two. Paul and I were thinking of having just one, but it was so long for one. I mean, you can't have an hour and a half of of a podcast at one time. I mean, it was just so, so long. So we decided to split it into two. That being said, I think we can sort of lump it together as one favorite episode. (laughs) Okay. So which other ones did you like? So it was actually fun this year when we met in person at CSM. Mm -hmm. And we were in this really intimate setting. I think the room only held about 10 other people. And we were able to ask questions live again for the episodes with Dr. Kareem Khan and Dr. Jill Cook. So I thought that was a great experience of the year. Yeah, I, I, that's one of my proudest moments, I think, because a lot of the people in the room were students. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have loved as a student to get the opportunity to meet Jill Cook and, and Kareem Khan. Yeah. And ask them. And, and the thing with the two of them is they're so nice and so giving. You know, they had just teached. I think they were teaching all day. I think they had two or three sessions at CSM and then came and did this podcast. I know. They were so kind. So kind. So gracious. Yeah. And uh, like I said, the learning about tendinopathy from Jill Cook, I literally felt like I learned more in that 30 minutes (laughs) than I had in all my years of schooling. (laughs) I mean, I just thought she was fantastic. And I think Dr. Khan is such a great example of someone who gets it. You know, he understands that help is, is... it's global, yes, but then it's also right down to the community you're living in. And he's such a mm-hmm. proponent of physical therapy. Um, and he's a, he's a physician. Yeah, and it's really nice having him in our corner kind of backing us up. Absolutely. And he's a big proponent of physical therapy. He's a big proponent of healthy living and healthy lifestyle choices. And I remember when I was doing the – so I'm interviewing Jill Cook. And as I'm interviewing, I'm looking over at Dr. Khan, and he's just writing away at this notebook. And I realized he was writing out everything he wanted to say during our podcast. (laughs) Because we sort of, we did them kind of back to back really quick, and then did a QA, and a and it was over in like an hour, I think. Maybe an hour and 10 minutes. But I, I agree. And I also like the live aspect, you know. So, so far we have three live podcasts, San Diego. Dr. Khan's and Dr. Cook's, and there is something about that live format that just makes it really fun. And and as a matter of fact, I'm going to be doing it again at CSM in San Antonio with, and I'm I'm about 99% sure this is happening <laughs> uh, because we do have a room, but with Peter O'Sullivan. Oh, great. Yeah. So again, that's going to be really cool. And that's in conjunction with the section on women's health. So 
really psyched about that. And I want to thank Sandy Hilton for kind of helping to make that one happen. So totally excited. So that's a Ooh, good one to look, to, look to. to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> something to look forward to. Exactly. Something to look forward to next year. Okay. What else? Let's maybe pick two more episodes. Okay. Well, I felt that the Aaron Jackson interview, the patient perspective with chronic pain, that was really great for me as a student to just hear what kind of an impact we can make on people as our profession is growing, you know, and I'm kind of, I'm still in the didactic portion of the classroom. I'm not yet like seeing that impact yet. So it was really nice to kind of get her perspective. And she's also a big advocate for our profession. Yeah, I, I agree. And I just, for me, as obviously a treating therapist and someone who had gone through eight years of chronic pain, it was nice for me to kind of talk to someone else about it mm -hmm. who's been through this sort of similar kind of struggle. So I, for me, it was, it was a bit cathartic. Not as cathartic as when I interviewed Bronnie Thompson because that was very cathartic because I started to cry in the middle of the interview. She's wonderful, though. That's understandable. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She is pretty great. And she's going to be at the San Diego Pain Summit again um, this in February 2017. But, um, yeah, I agree. I thought Aaron's episode was, it was just refreshing. Mm -hmm. It was refreshing to hear. It was eye-opening, probably eye-opening for some. You know, mm -hmm. especially for students who maybe have not had the clinical experience yet. Mm -hmm. um, and again, a big proponent of physical therapy, which we love. Um, okay, let's take one more. Which other one did you really like? Okay, I'm going to go with Beth Darnall's episode where she's basically advocating for alternatives to the opioid epidemic. Mm -hmm. And I think physical therapists are perfectly aligned to kind of tackle this challenge that we have. And it's very exciting becoming a physical therapist and being able to make that kind of impact on people. Yeah, I and just an FYI, she will also be at the San Diego Pain Summit in 2017. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, so she'll be there as well. Yeah, uh, Dr. Darnell is out of Stanford. And her research is, is really life-affirming research, especially for physical therapists. Mm -hmm. You know, it shows that, and I think what her research also shows is that putting the patient in the center and having a team around that patient, especially those with chronic conditions and complex pain issues, seems to be the thing that really works. You know, it seems to be the, the formula that can give people with chronic pain the best chance. Because we know mm -hmm. it's not opioids. Mm -hmm. We know opioids don't work for chronic pain. Taking long-term use of op opioids does the opposite. It actually increases the efficacy of those danger pathways, if you will. Or it increases mm -hmm. the efficacy of nociceptive pathways. So you have a stronger signal and you have more signals traveling up to the brain. The brain gets bombarded. It just makes it worse. So hopefully that episode, and, and I'm so glad that you brought that up, uh, gave people a better understanding as to 
what the medical community can do for these people with chronic pain conditions, mm-hmm. aside from relying on the quote-unquote magic pill to fix them. So I agree. I really enjoyed that episode, and I thought Dr. I, again, found Dr. Darnell just lovely and accommodating, mm-hmm. and, you know, she just got, I think, like a $5 million NIH grant. Wow. So that's unbelievable, mm-hmm. you know, and it's for her to further the research that she's doing for people with chronic pain. So, you know, kudos to her. I, I also, yeah, I thought she was fantastic. And then, let's see, I'll, let me pick one. Which one did I? Because I, I, I have to admit, I agree with pretty much all of those. Um, and the other one, gosh, there were so, I guess we probably had, what, like 50 episodes? I don't know, there's yeah. 52, because I think it was like one a week. I think I took a week off somewhere. I definitely took a week <laughs> off at one point. Oh, I think it was right before the Women the women in PT Summit. I think I took that week off, because I was like freaking out. Um, but gosh, I think the the other one that I really enjoyed... I And I was thinking about this today, kind of in preparation for this podcast, but I have to say, I, I kind of, I enjoyed Greg Lehman's episode. Mm, yeah. I did. Unfortunately, and I still remember it so clearly because it was probably right before Father's Day. I had like a terrible cold and I was fostering a dog. So you hear a dog barking in the background. Oh, so I, had to put I remember the, that. Yeah, I had to put the dog and the cat in my bedroom. God only knows what was happening in there. The dog's barking. I have no voice. And Greg's like, uh, should we do this another time? I'm like, no, we're doing it. Like, I am prepared. I am ready. It doesn't matter that I don't have a voice and there's a barking dog in the background. That's life. Um, but I thought his was, I really enjoyed his podcast. I really like his perspective. Um, and I... Uh, I'm actually going to be seeing him in New York in April. He's doing a class in New York in April. So I'm really excited hey. for that as reconciling uh, biomechanics and pain science class, which, I mean, I've done a lot of pain science research and have gone to a lot of pain-related conferences. And the thing is, is like the more you study it, the more you want to know because mm. it's so complex. And And I don't think that there's ever enough. And you ask David Butler, Lorimer Mosley, or Adrian Lowe that question, and they'll say the same thing. You never get to the point, if you're a clinician, and you get to the point where you're like, oh, I got it, pain science, down, don't need to look at it anymore, don't need to go any courses or studying anymore, I guarantee you're doing it wrong. Mm. You know, because there's always new stuff coming out, and there's always more to look at and read, and and digest, you know, for someone who says that, well, they're doing the old explain pain light, <laughs> which is not, not what you want to be doing. And I think you do your patients a big disservice as well. Um, okay. So we talked about last year. Um, we'll talk about what we have coming up next year in a minute, but another thing I wanted to talk about today was I get, a, I always get a lot of emails and questions about the behind the scenes stuff. So what are we doing on a weekly basis to make the podcast work? To make it sound okay? I think it sounds okay. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I listen to it. I think it sounds okay, but I'm biased. So, you know, but oftentimes I get questions from other PTs wanting to start a podcast. And and so I feel like I send out the same kind of email all the time. So I figure I'll just get it all out now. 
So what do we, what are some tools that we use? Well, I can say one of the newer tools that we use since now there's sort of a group of us is we use Asana, A-S-A-N-A. So Asana is like a project management tool, I guess is the best way to describe it. It's free. There are some paid parts to it. We use the free version. So Julie, what, what do you like about Asana versus what we were doing before, which was kind of a haphazard shit show of an email mess, I would call it. Um, yeah, there was a lot of exchanging of emails going on. Exactly. So so what is it about Asana that you are enjoying? Well, for me, it's made collaborating with everybody on the team really easy. I just check what Karen has put on the list for the month. And then she'll also say when she's going to be uploading them to Dropbox, which is where I actually access them to listen to them. And then I upload my notes there and then Karen can take a gander at them and make any comments on them. So everything is all in one place. All of our communication is in one place. And it's actually been really user friendly on my end. I think my learning curve was like 10 seconds. So to me, it's it's really been it's been great, and I think we're going to continue with it. Yeah, I think so too, and I think Courtney uh, is also enjoying it. And I remember I had I had done an interview with Christine Gallagher. That's going to come out next year, um, and <laughs> she was saying we use Asana, and I was like, huh? Well, and she's like, it's free. I was like, what? She's like, gets and it cuts down on your emails, and I was like. Okay, you had me at emails. <laughs> this could cut down because how often are you just bombarded with emails? And when you're working with a team of people, it's great to have a project manager so that everyone on the team can communicate. So if Courtney has to ask a question to Julie or Julie to Courtney or me to the two, I mean, it just works out so much better. Um, and that's A-S-A-N-A. And of course, this will all be in the show notes um, as well. But I think... It's free. It's pretty robust, I think. Right? I mean, it's been meeting all of our needs. Yeah, it's been meeting all of uh, certainly all of our needs. And now I'm not getting a bazillion emails. And because you know what happens with these emails, right? All the you you click it on, and then you forget it's there. And then you're like, oh man, I totally forgot. This is from last week. How did I get back to this person? And how did I? So it's just been, yeah. So Asana number one. And then Julie also talked about the other thing that we use is Dropbox. So I record the episodes, put them into Dropbox. Julie picks them up, listens, puts it in Asana, and we're all kind of flowing. I think it's going to be much, much better. Um, Now, the other thing is, what do I use to actually record the podcast? So right now, Julie and I are speaking over Skype, which I know a lot of tons. I think this is like the preferred podcaster way. So I use Skype and I use uh, the plug into that, which is Call Recorder by Ecamm. And so you record everything as a movie file. And then you take the movie file and you can turn it into your MP3 uh, through the software from Ecamm. And then I just throw that right up into the Dropbox. Now, if I'm doing a live show like I did with Dr. Khan and Dr. Cook, I actually just use my phone. And I have to say, it's super clear. So I use my phone and there's an app called Boss Jock. 
and I use Boss Jock. And then on my phone, I got a really good microphone from Shure. It's a Shure M88 microphone. But I did um, an interview that's going to be my first interview of next year that we'll talk about in a second. And I didn't use the microphone for that. Hmm. That was it just sounded perfect to me. I know, and it sounds it still sounded really good. I think the microphone works really well when you're in a louder environment because it does drown out. It's a stereo microphone, it drowns out a lot of the background noise. Um, but I was I'm super happy with Boss Jock and like I don't like to carry anything more around with me than I already do. So <laughs> for me, like there's no way I'm carrying around like a big microphone and all this other stuff. It's not happening. So I'm totally happy with my phone and using Boss Jock. And then the thing with, that's so great about Boss Jock is the moment you record it, you're done with your recording, it uploads straight into Dropbox. Wow. So if, God forbid, my phone blows up, I don't have a Samsung, I have an iPhone, but God forbid something <laughs> happens to your phone and it's already up in your Dropbox and you don't even have to worry about it. And that's a, a great feature for, for with Boss Jock because it coordinates with your Dropbox. And then Julie picks up from the Dropbox, it goes into us, and the cycle continues, you know? <laughs> um, so those are a little bit of the background as to what I actually use when I'm recording. Now, to put it all together, that's where, I mean, I'm not the most tech-savvy person in the world. So to put it all together, I use um, GarageBand from... Apple. Um, I know that there are a lot of other editing tools you can use. I use that. I think for me, it meets my needs just fine. Um, I become a master editor, if I do say so myself. Um, and then after I'm done recording the episode, so I'll, I'll link everything together, edit it all together. Then I use another sort of application for the computer called Levelator. And what Levelator, Level, Levelator <laughs> does is when I'm done with um, editing that episode, I drag it into Levelator and it levels out all the sounds perfectly. Mm. So then mm. I don't have to sit there and be like, is this part too loud? Is this too soft? It evens everything out. So just another little quick trick for anyone doing podcasts. It's called Levelator, L-E-V-E-L-A-T-O-R. And you just drag it in and then it levels it out and then you're done. And then I post everything on Libsyn, put everything up on Libsyn, and then at one click, it goes out to iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and Google Play, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Wow. In technology one, these days. Technology in one click, <laughs> which is awesome. Okay. So that's sort of the how-to behind. So now let's talk about what we have coming up next year. So the first episode of next year, which will air January 2nd, is Julie? Dr. David Butler. Yes, Dr. David Butler. And how good <laughs> is this episode? It's amazing. So good. It's You're so, going to enjoy it. It's just so good. So this was another live uh, in-person interview. And I've known David for quite a long time. That also makes it a lot easier. Um, it was in-person. And I mean, the man is knowledgeable. He's a master educator. He's so comfortable in all of his explanations and metaphors. And we talk about a, a little experience I had at Disneyland last year after CSM. 
um, and why that's why that's important. And mm -hmm. we go into a little bit of the protectometer or the protectometer, and we talk a little bit about EP super explain pain supercharged. Um, Dims and sims and maps and bamps, maps and bamps and camps and damps and all this stuff. So you'll get all of that from the interview with David Butler. And if you were at EP3, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so that was such a great episode. I'm super excited for that. And then also interviewed Christine Gallagher, who is a business coach and life coach. And she was the one who told me about Asana. But if you want to be doing, if, if you're interested in becoming an entrepreneur, she was fabulous. Her advice was wonderful. And then, let's see, who else, who else is on the list? We have a whole bunch. We have Olivia Charlet. She's another life and business coach. She's based in London. She was, I, I mean, all these ladies are amazing. And then uh, Brand, uh, Randall Cooper, who I just interviewed the other day. And this is interesting. So for all of you uh, healthcare professionals and physical therapists interested in developing a product and bringing that product to market, this episode is fantastic because Randall has done it twice so far and he talks about exactly how he did it and what steps you need to take and what you need to think about. I mean, we lay it out step by step. So if you're interested in, you have an idea, you have a product you want out, that's going to be the episode to listen to for sure. Um, and then I'm interviewing next week J.J. Virgin. She's a best-selling author, four-time New York Times bestseller list. Um, who else? I feel like I'm missing. Oh, Kim um, Marshall. Marshall. I'm on Asana right now, by the way, yeah. checking out schedule. Kim Marshall who is a physical therapist right in Julie's backyard, Orange County. <laughs> and she does, she specializes in um, oncology. So what a niche, people. If you think this is, <laughs> it is, it's a niche. So, and it goes well beyond lymphedema control. Well beyond lymphedema control. We talk about cancer-related fatigue, which is really the number one thing. And then, you know, through treatments and surgeries and things like that, I mean, you're going to have orthopedic problems. You're going to have cardiovascular problems. You know, you're going to have intestinal issues. So it's a really challenging group of people to work with, but Kim lays it out so beautifully, and I think she's going to have some people maybe interested in doing some oncology. So I, I, that was a great episode. Um, so that kind of takes us up through up through into February and then we'll see what happens. We've got a lot yeah, of other people. Great lineup. Yeah, we've got a lot of other people coming up through the pipeline. So, Julie, let me ask you, what what was the biggest thing you learned in 2016 as it relates to your future physical therapy career or as it relates to your career now as a DPT student? Well, the biggest thing I've kind of taken away from all of our amazing guests is that I think it's pretty common for a lot of the audience members, I'm sure, who have that entrepreneurial mindset to kind of want to be in control of everything and do everything. And that's really going to hinder you from progressing forward in your career. 
and that you really need to build a team of people all with some strengths that you might not have, surround yourself with that army, so to speak, and that'll actually help drive you forward. Yeah, I I agree. Biggest takeaway. I and I have to say that was my biggest takeaway and biggest aha moment of 2016 as well. And regardless of whether you have the entrepreneurial spirit or not, if you are a physical therapist, if you work in healthcare, that applies. That applies to you treating your patient. That applies to you growing a business. So for PTs out there and healthcare professionals listening to this, collaboration is key on any part of working in healthcare and certainly being a healthcare entrepreneur. So I, I don't see I don't see that there's any other way. So you can't you can't create a silo really for anything. <laughs> you know, you really need that help. Okay. So what are you then looking forward to for next year? What are one of, what's one of your biggest goals as a DPT student when it comes to 2017? Because now I know you're starting clinicals and things like that. So I am. So I'm actually starting January 3rd, my very first clinical. And I, yes, I have those nerves, but it should be great. I'm really looking forward to learning a lot. And I want to actually develop that clinical expertise I'm, this is like the number one goal right now is to get that clinical expertise down so that I can then start thinking about possibly going out on my own and, you know, pursuing my own individual career. Yeah, that's great answer. Great answer. I, gosh, I don't know what my, so far, my goal for 2017 is to, one of my goals is to create another great event for the Women in PT Summit. That's And I have to say, that was one of my highlights of the year, uh, personally, because it was like all this hard work, and again, should also be noted, I certainly did not do it alone. So Erica Mello, Sandy Hilton, were, we were all sort of partners in planning. And when the day came, it was us, and then there was Julie was there, Emily, Nicole were all student volunteers who just, boy, you guys were on it. I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. So if you guys weren't there, we would have been like chickens with our heads cut off running around the entire time. <laughs> I swear it would have been really, really bad. Um, so, you know, even with these live events, it's for me, it was a highlight. I felt like it went better than I could have ever imagined it going. Yeah, it was actually a really great, it was a great success, Karen. Yeah, it was such a good event. You're very proud. Yeah, I am proud. And and it was, even like some of my friends were like, what was that, some kind of love fest? That's all we saw. Like everybody on on social media was like, it was like one big love fest over there. I'm like, it kind of was. (laughs) That's kind of what it was. And, And hopefully next year we can do this, hopefully we can repeat and, and, or shall I say, amplify (laughs) <laughs> the event a little bit, you know, so build on what we had and amplify it. So I'm I'm looking forward. So that's one of my goals for next year is to build on that and, and kind of amplify that voice in the PT world. I think it was, I think it's something that's much needed. And I think people really dug it. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And I still have every year, I pick a word to start my year off. So last year, my word was connection. And so I end up basing a lot of the decisions that I make off that one word. 
So last year I wanted to be connected to more people. I wanted to be better connected with myself, with my friends and family. And so I made those decisions. I made a lot of decisions in professional and personal life based on that word connection. So I have to sit down and kind of journal it out and see what word I come up with this year. And um, then I take that word and I put it on my, do you do a vision board? I don't, but I will now. Oh, you should. Yeah, 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 you should. So I put it on, I take that word, it's the centerpiece of my vision board, and then I just think, I, you know, you kind of do a brain dump and, and put out everything that you'd love to accomplish or feelings, that things you want to feel, you know, throughout the year. And then you just kind of look around for different visuals that correspond with that and just glue them up on a board and then I take said board and I put it up on my wall and uh, that's where it stays for the whole year. Unless Benson knocks it off, which he only did once this year. Um, <laughs> only once. But it's, it's a great exercise because it helps to get you focused, you know, and helps to kind of keep you moving in the right direction. Um, so I haven't figured out my word yet, but I will. And maybe I'll, I'll announce the word on the first show of next year with David Butler. I... I just don't know it yet, but that's one of my goals also is to try to align myself with something positive and and productive for the whole year. So excellent, yeah. So that's my goal. Um, that being said, uh, is there any is there anything that we missed? Is there anything? What do you anything you want to say before we cut this uh, podcast out for the year? Well, I guess, you know, we have a great lineup in store for 2017, and I'm really looking forward to learning more from a lot of our leaders in our profession, and it's been a pleasure being a part of the show. And I have to say, it's been a pleasure, and, you know, having Julie and having Courtney, I always say, like, I literally don't know why I didn't do it sooner, and now I can't imagine not having this help. Like, what was I thinking? You know, I was like pulling my hair out earlier this year. So I am just so thankful and grateful for you and for Courtney. And I'm also thankful and grateful for all of the listeners and all of our longtime listeners and new listeners who have just come on board this year. I thank you so, so much. And if there's anyone that you would like to hear interviewed, just tweet me at Karen Litzy NYC. Find me on Instagram at Karen Litzy NYC. Or send us a, a note on Facebook, which is facebook.com slash healthy, wealthy, smart. And, and you can contact us also over at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. So anyway, Julie, thank you so much for coming on and finishing out the year with us. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Karen. And everyone, thank you so much for listening all year long. Have a happy and healthy new year. We will see you in 2017 and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart.